0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Uh,
1: it's double bees.
0: The Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar driven sports show. It's Drive, Drive time, time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three at
2: Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network, Rick Schaefer. Standing by in Northwest Arkansas today from the Big Buck Classic here on the grounds of Barton Coliseum, I'm Randy Rainwater, and uh, we have had. Rick, I got to tell you, uh, it, it's it's like being on the set of Greystone, hmm. and I'm am t- trying to talk to Kevin Costner, and you, were, you know we're trying to keep people away from from Kevin Costner. Well, we're we're actually visiting with Chase Outlaw, and Chase was saying just about where I'm sitting right now, he had the opportunity to ride a bull out out of the chute here at Barton Coliseum.
3: Uh, yes,
0: sir. yeah. Uh,
2: let's see why this is not. Oh, let's try that again, Chase. Yes, sir. Uh, yep. Okay, I don't like that at all because you're not. We're not hearing you at all. So, we're going to do this. All right, Tommy, while we buy a minute or two, you can tell me or you can update us on what all is ongoing here at the Big Buck Classic as we speak.
4: Well, Randy, as we speak, uh, we've had people bringing in their antlers since we opened this morning. I think we've probably got 150 deer back there or so right now. and
2: What's the anticipated number?
4: I'm going to say... 350
2: to 400 oh wow so that's just really kind of the beginning
0: yeah
4: yeah we'll we'll get another rush tomorrow we had over 270 pre-registered and i think maybe 30 to 40 of them that are back there now were pre-registered so the other ones weren't so there you go there you go and um and there'll be more that that come that weren't pre-registered I'm, i feel sure so we got our work cut out for her but we'll, we're ready we'll I, get saw, it done.
2: I saw a young lady she couldn't have been more than 10 years old
4: Bringing in that
2: yeah. that rack, she was so thrilled.
4: You know, uh, somebody asked me this morning, said, "What's your favorite thing at Big Buck Classic?" And I was like, "Man, that's hard." You know, and the more I thought about it, we do the awards here Sunday, starting at four, right, and right. every kid that brings a set of antlers in. We bring them across the stage, and they get to, and I said, you know, I guess that's my favorite because they're so genuine and they're so happy. You know, you don't have to tell them to smile no direct because they, <laughs> they take a picture. They're like,
0: hey. <laughs> so, I love it. And
4: they all, you know, we can't interview them all, but but when we do, you know, pick one, you know, just random to tell a story. I mean, it's just so cool. You know, I mean, they tell the story from we got up to what all happened, and it just, it's just cool stuff.
2: That's great stuff. All right, Chase, let's try it now.
4: Yep, yeah. There There
2: you go. There you go. Okay. Just about where I'm now. First of all, talk about how long you've been on the tour,
3: PBR tour. Um, I've been riding on the PBR since 2011. Made the World Finals nine times to the PBR World Finals, and the three years that I hadn't made the finals has been injured. So, um, but, yeah, yes, sir.
2: This place does it bring any kind of memories? Uh, Barton Coliseum.
3: Yeah, um, I've had some great rides here. I've actually right here where we're sitting, right there is this is Center Outgate. Right here where we are down that tunnel, so buggy shoots right here. I've had some great rides here. I've been knocked out here. Um, <laughs> had some good memories. Had had a good time with one of my good uh, buddies, Ty Paubon, and. Uh, from here, he's from Canada, and then we made. This was one of the stops in the big trip we was on, and um, we split ways right after this, and uh, he passed away after that. So this was, this is, you know, got a good, yeah. uh, good vibe. Yeah, good vibe because we both did good here, and then we went on to Dallas from here to uh, ride for a million dollars. Neither one of us won it, by the way, but you know, we we was on the list. You're in the running.
2: You got you got to compete before you have a chance to win. Okay. Do you ride bulls only?
3: Yes, sir. Well, I ride horses, too, horses. but not bucking horses or nothing. Just riding horses, working, roping, um, hunting off for horses. But competing, bull riding only. So when did you first
2: start? Your,
3: when was your first bull ride, so to speak? I yeah, got my first calf when I was four, and i say my first actual like competition at a rodeo. I was probably... 12 years old really yes sir
2: we were talking about this tommy you were you were part of the conversation at the time we were talking about um the tv series yellowstone yep i was asking chase how real that was how real was watching and observing what went on from a bull riding standpoint cowboy standpoint all that how real was Yellowstone?
3: It was about on point as more than any other thing has ever been on the TV. That um, I, I mean, they was the part. Everything was true and genuine as far as the hats they wore, the boots they wore, the trucks they drove, the trailers they pulled. Everything they did was right. Like, usually when country people, cowboys watching something, they're like, oh, my God, that's... That's fake. They don't you know, we never do that. But everything on that show was was about right. It was a cowboy way. Everything uh you take you tend to your animals, you watch your back and your brothers back and your pride. That's that's what you got. And um that was about as on point as, as you could ask for the Western lifestyle way. I mean a little more uppity than what you know, that's what we got here <laughs> in Arkansas, but uh you know, as far as the moles and the um, the principle of it all, it was it was right on point. Where everybody, it don't matter if you're living in John Dutton's house or down here in Central Arkansas, up in the Ozark Mountains, just um, getting by and having your horse and doing this—all the same same moles and same principles, no matter where you are. And uh, um, well, you
2: you just didn't want to go to the train station. No, no, well, <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, no, you don't want to go to the train station. <laughs> I, I, don't I don't
3: know, I don't know how much that happens on the four sixes ranches or whatever hey,
0: maybe.
3: I can't say nothing, but that ain't 100% false, I'll tell you that much. I got people, I know people all over, and let me tell you, that is not, maybe not John Dutton, then, but let me tell you, that does happen. Yes, sir. There's a lot in that Wyoming, Montana. True crimes. Wyoming, (laughs) Montana. (laughs) Hey, there's a bunch of land now. Bunch of land.
2: Bunch of skeletons. Yes, sir. And if you get to go to the train station, you probably are not coming back. Nope. Now, what about putting that that bar, that uh, branding? Have you heard of that where they they put the Dutton
3: brand? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, with the branding iron. Not not the cow, not the steer, not the... All of them.
3: All of them. But I have known a few buddies that's gotten pretty sauced up. And did that? And has done that. I bet they changed their mind right after... Oh, my God. About about that second second it was on them, they was regretting it, especially for about three weeks after that. Yeah. You You ain't never seen a water blister or a scab. Oh, my God.
4: You know, some people get in the bed with rattlesnakes, and some get a brand. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah,
3: you'll, hey, you'll have that. Oh I'm, I'm gonna get two brands <laughs> before I get in the bed with a rattlesnake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tell you. Uh, why are you here? Um,
2: I, mean, I, I don't see any bulls. No, I'm no. Uh, anyway, Tommy may have some outside. I'm not aware of.
3: I'm here with uh, some people I know, and I have a family. We're hunting over here, and um, just a little east of us, and. Uh, family hunting trip, and I'm here with uh, Outlaw Beer, and um, with with that beer company coming and uh, trying to uh, work relationships with them and uh, collaborate, and I mean, they're Outlaw Beer, and I'm Chase Outlaw. My dad told him. my dad said, y'all made, he said, y'all come up with that name. He looked at him. he said, it's in our lineage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he got one of those NIL deals, And hey,
3: hey, and uh and by the end of it, they meet and I said, Heck, y'all gonna have my dad endorsed by all of it. after <laughs> after it all said and done. Um but that and I've never been here before. I've always been on the road and I'm hurt right now and uh he invited me to come up here and we're right down the road and this is I mean this is a country boys paradise. This is uh everything that you need to do what you do outdoors is here and it's just uh like you said, I heard I heard you a while ago about the kids. That's uh the seeing the smile on the face like just like you them kids up there on the stage. When you yeah. see them kids there behind the bug shooting you're helping them ride them bulls or something, oh yeah. Man, that smile on the face it it's that's that right there is I'm what gonna
4: tell you one of the coolest things. We took our uh, niece and two nephews out west ten years ago and they were the perfect age, you know, they were seven or eight. And we went to uh, we went to the rodeo in Cheyenne and they had a miniature, you know, bull riding. And they yeah. had they had the little bulls and they had the little kids that were five and six. Get you on know, and I'm telling you, they'd get their hand up just like that. And what, one of them actually rode his rode his little bulls. So and, y-
3: y'all may have went. That was during the PBR.
4: No, it wasn't no, it was just their weekend. Okay, their weekend I didn't know it. they did that. But he wrote it and when he got off. He turned around and swung his helmet just like they were <laughs> chasing them, dude. I'm telling you, we died. I've got it on. I've got hey, it on And you it couldn't, it couldn't tell all. that
3: boy nothing. No. you couldn't tell him nothing. He was on top of the world. I you. Right.
4: T- he threw that cowboy hat. And it was it was just absolutely precious.
2: So Something. all right, Chase. What what is the so called? We know what Major League Baseball. We know what pro basketball normal expectancy how what is what is the range do you start is it ideal to start maybe as a 15 16 17 year old but I would think once you start getting up to, into your mid-30s the body may not be quite so willing
3: and um, it just depends on how you train and then some things is just sometimes just bad luck uh, but you got to be 18 years old to ride in the PBR Okay, and um, and I'd say 18, to, um, I, most guys ride to about 35, some guys, do, the the ones that, that have it, that's, that's got that mentality, that knows how to block out the the negative thoughts, the adversity that can push forward through trials and tribulations, them are the guys that make it. And I mean, heck, there's a guy 39 years old, and he has finished in the top five of the world standings seven years. I mean, and he's Savano Alves, three-time world champion. He's 37 years old. Still riding at the top of the game. Um, there's a bunch of them yeah. that, that still have and, and, you know, if you make it that long, you know it. I mean, heck, you're in your prime. Because you make it to your 30s, I mean, 30, you know more about the sport than you've ever known and know more about the fundamentals of it. Um... So it's more you can get on that. When you're a kid, you just getting on there and you just letting it loose, and, and and it and it does. And then, but then as you, it works, you know, does good. But then as you you mature, you get a little older, and if you're lucky to still be there, you're like, man, I know more about this, I, the fundamentals, just the all of it. And uh, if you can make it there, heck, you're in your prime. Yeah. Not just not just a young body or whatever, but the the mind is more than the body in this sport. So
2: is it is it broken bones, is it fractures, is it dislocations? What 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 do you have to battle with? Hips and shoulders
3: are hips the hard hips and shoulders. Are the hardest thing on and, and groins is the hardest thing on on a bull rider. So if you get to where, you know, I had a buddy Douglas Duncan, he couldn't have he's actually Tuesday, he's thirty six years old and have to go get a hip replaced. He's um he done had all the surgeries he could have on his hip and couldn't do it no more and um so he had to retire. But things like that, like shoulders that uh that just won't heal, guys that don't get them fixed when they should have, and they try to go on, and then it gets hurt again, and then it comes out again, all that, then it just ten folds. And when they do get it fixed, it won't ever be right. I dislocated three shoulders had soldiers started after everyone and it wasn't just from like oh it lifted in there and popped out no it was from 1800 pounds stomping on it and it had nowhere to go but out <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> and uh so if you can make it through that and and have the mindset that and to block out that and to keep carry it, carrying on and uh to remain calm in the mix of the storm them are the guys that that carry on and have great Long futures at this sport, and because um, people ask me, they said, "When are you gonna retire?" And I looked at them and I said, "I am in my prime." There you Just because I've been hurt a bunch. I mean, we ain't at we we ain't at a four H. We ain't showing four H cattle, and uh, we ain't playing tennis. So, uh, well, I
4: got a question for you, Randy. Now,
3: yeah, what does
4: what does training for bull riding? What what? How does that differ from some other
3: sport? Cardio calisthenics and getting on bulls. A lot of stretching. Yes, our tendon strength. Tendon yeah. strength and, and, and you're, you're stretching. Because tendon strength is 100 times stronger than any muscle strength. I mean, you look at Jet Lee, He wasn't big, but he was one of the strongest men alive. You know, he had so much. He could harness it and control it and know that tendon strength and and just the you have to be so in shape in your mind, because if you don't believe you can do it, you ain't got it. You, you ain't got nobody gonna do it for you. When you slide up, and nod your head. If you ain't doing it, he's about to get it done too. Consequences you. and repercussion to pay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, w-
2: I was talking with Doug Duggar. He's with the snakes, rattlesnakes, and uh, he was going through all of the the different. Um, things that he has accomplished in his storied career and um, one of them was getting to a bag full of sleeping bag full of rattlesnakes hundred fifty of them yeah hundred fifty of them in, in this one bag defanged no no oh, wait. <laughs> no he's crazy yeah. i already told him he's crazy my question to you have you ever chased have you ever just Right before you get ready to mount that bull, do you kind of lean over and you want to look him in the eye
3: and see who's really the the, the best there? No, you don't want to look him in the eye down there, but when you get on him, they can can smell fear. They can sense the authority. You get down on there and you let... You, they, they buck around in there, and if you don't, if you don't show them, hey, I'm here, or you, you kind of carry it down, that son gonna keep doing it to you, and he'll get his buff in on you. But if you get in there and you let him do that, and you mash him with your knee and just put him to the side, and don't let him do that, or you slap him on the neck, and and that son, hey, they can sense authority and they can smell fear, and um they've sense a lot of that if <laughs> I was on there. <laughs> What? Well, they might smell something,
4: too. Look at here,
2: look at here young man. You're not going to throw me off.
4: I'm, I'm going
2: to look him right in the eye and tell him, you're not going to throw me off. Their
4: sense of smell know exactly what was happening to me. <laughs>
0: hey,
3: guarantee they smell that fear for sure. <laughs> so do you. Hey, well, that made me. That's funny. We was at Calgary Stampede. Walked in the contestant's bathroom. This old man walked in there, and there had been some guys in there using the bathroom in the contestant locker room, the bull riders. And this old man walked in and he said, Smells nervous in here.
0: <laughs> 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 so I guess I'm going to the next time, and I was like, Boy, it smells nervous I in here. I've heard that before. That's good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, if you, if, do you kind of keep a score, so to speak, how many times that you competed and and what your overall record is how many
3: how many times have you competed chase i could not tell you that no sir um, okay i can tell you one stat i do know this because it just happened the other day um back in october the day the day before i broke my daggum leg um no it was the weekend before that uh, back in october first of october I had 200 career rides in the um, PBR, the highest level in bull riding on the face of the planet. I had 200 career qualified rides, and there had only been—I was the 35th guy in history to ever do that.
2: So, how often do you, do you compete, like locally, in Little Rock?
3: Uh, Little Rock is—they have the event at Simmons Bank Arena every year, Very which is coming year. up, which is coming up March fifth, sixth, six or seven. That's right. Yes, sir. That's
4: really cool. But yes, you sir. you going to be well
3: by then? No, sir, I won't be. But I'll be here doing the PR and public relations. And uh, I've been hurt. I've only rode here like four times in this event. I've been hurt every time. But I hate that I ain't riding here because it, it just eats me up not riding in front of the home state.
2: So where are you from, actually? Hamburg. Hamburg. Okay. Yes, sir. I don't think it's Hamburg being bull country.
3: It's right there on Louisiana line. And uh, it's... It's really Arkansas, Louisiana, Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri. That's that's, that's that is bull country. Like oh. it we that's the best. The, do you go to them these states and these events, you better know you're going to get on the juice cuz this is it, it's in that five state region, it is bull country. There you go. Did you know that?
4: No, okay. I didn't. All right. I mean, you know, I knew there was there was
3: cattle in that area, but I, from what he just said, I didn't know, you know, that the bulk of yeah.
0: it
3: was uh, Chuck White from Promised Land, Arkansas. He's the one that showed me and taught me how to ride. Some he made the PBR World Finals. He's actually one of the founders of the PBR. I do remember that the, one of the original founders, and uh, he made World Finals four or five times when it first when it first, one of the first ones. And uh, he actually showed me how to ride, you know, a little bit, showed me the fundamentals, and Basically, that's all you can do to somebody. You get them up there and you show them how just what to do and how that, and it's up to them whether they're going to be scared or crawl right in the middle of it. And that's all you really can do with this sport it's either yes or no. It ain't no kind of in-between. <laughs>
2: what about the clowns? I mean, they, these guys are gals either way. They do a great job. I mean, it seems like they really
3: help. Yeah, uh, we only got to ride one bull a night. They got to stand in front of fifty. Yeah, they're so they're with, without them. Without them, I wouldn't be getting. I mean, some of the bulls that we get on in the PBR, them things are so mean. I and mean, some of them gentle, but some of them are absolute man killers. And and without them guys, they are absolute. They are. They're the pre- protective service, like pre- President president's protective service. They're unbelievable. Yes, athletes. Sir. they are. We're more right more athletes than, than you could ever imagine. In
5: the books. I want to thank the folks out at the Big Buck Classic
6: for hosting all of the Buzz programming today. Roger and Baz are out at Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood on Monday. We'll be talking all things
5: NFL and Hogs Hoops from the weekend. The rest of my life gonna start today.
1: What do Little Rock Baseball and buzz legend Randy Rainwater have in common? Randy's a Little Rock Baseball alum, and he'll be the special guest at their first pitch banquet presented by Thompson Electric. First pitch banquet will be Friday, February 2nd at 6 o'clock at the Jack Stevens Center. Single tickets are $50, and corporate tables are available for $600. The banquet will include a barbecue meal, a silent auction, and an opportunity to hear from the team and RR himself. Call 501-916-6858. You want to hit? Don't miss the opportunity to get the baseball season started with UA Little
5: Rock Baseball and our own Randy Rainwater. Hi folks, this is Chris Zender out here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep in Sherwood. The recent snowstorms have really put us behind. We've got to do something drastic to make some sales up, so Frank told me to do whatever it takes to make some deals. So I'm inviting you to come in, pick out a vehicle you like, and make us an offer. We'll do whatever it takes to make a deal today. You'll save over 15% off Jeep Gladiators, $13,000 off new Rams. There's never been a better time to buy a new Ram. And we're talking 24 models, and we're taking 10% off every new Ram heavy duty in stock 2023 and 2024 models and you'll save up to 15% off the 2024 Jeep Grand Cherokees. We've got to do something drastic. We're making crazy deals on every new Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in stock. At Fletcher Dodge you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com.
3: Roger, did you know that Oaklawn Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere? So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed, you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. Absolutely. You're telling me I can bet on the pigskin and pigot Yep. Hoops and humno, baseball and bauxite, long shots in lavaca? All of the above. Anywhere,
6: huh? Anywhere. Nice.
1: Easy to use and even easier to fund. Bet with confidence. Bet with Oaklawn Sports. Gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700
7: drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-285-5280. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline to day at 800-285-5280 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-285-5280 to see if you qualify. That's 800-285-5280.
8: At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio porch or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Welcome
0: back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. It's gut check time. Drive Time Sports is back on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back once again to
2: Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. Safe northwest Arkansas. I've gone through bull riding. I've gone through snakes now. uh, I'm not sure what else that Tommy has in store for us. Um, But uh, this is the Big Big Buck Classic where... I'm kind of, you know, at peace with the uh, antlers that's on the wall. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not the actual deer. That's <laughs> run, run <down. laughs> We're kind of safe as we've been up here in three or four hours. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's a lot of. I mean, there there is a lot going on here at the Big Buck Classic at Barton Coliseum, uh, open till eight tonight. Tommy, we start at ten o'clock in the morning. Go till eight nine eight, nine o'clock nine, in nine o'clock in the morning. See, I'm off an hour for some reason. <laughs> anyway, 9 o'clock in the morning, and then all the way up until 10 o'clock tomorrow night?
4: 9 to 8. 9 and to 8. eight and okay. then 10 to 6 on
2: Sunday. I believe there was a 10 in there somewhere. Uh, this from our Gangster Museum of America Life and feedback. Mark says, As Jake, Chasey won the 2016 High School National Championship in bull riding, Farmington, New Mexico, then he went on. Sorry, 2010, and uh, I don't know who won in 2010. So, mean. and Chase is—he has other obligations and commitments. So, we were thankful we had him up there for just for just a few minutes. But uh, we were talking about <clears throat> all the things for the kids. One of the—correct me if I'm wrong you corrected me already twice today. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the fishing pond has to be one of the more popular areas for the
4: kids. Yes, yeah. The trout fishing pond is, is really, really, really popular. I mean, that place was pretty full today, and tomorrow it'll be packed in there. They, they love the hoverball shoot, too. You know, they're all right in there together. There's also a, a, a bow fishing tank. I mean, you know, it's got fake fish in it and little bow and arrows, and they shoot at them. I mean, it's, you know, it's just, uh, it's activity. It's getting them outdoors. It's what they love to do. And um, that's the reason I was saying, you don't have to be like a hardcore hunter to come out to Big Buck and enjoy yourself and, and bring your family to enjoy it, because there's so much stuff for the whole family to do. You know, there's stuff for the kids, there's stuff for the adults in between, you know, I mean... Like I was telling you, the kids coming across stage holding their horns up, but, I mean, they walk up to these ATVs, and they're just, like, mesmerized. You know, oh, yeah. the monster trucks are outside. They're just crazy. You know, they run up to the monster trucks. It's 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 just a it's just a lot of fun.
2: Now, I, I don't know who made this executive decision, but I want to applaud taking down the curtain that was on the north end of Barton Coliseum it's now open all the way back yep. to the seats, Tommy. That adds so much yep. to this area. Before, I don't know what's behind the curtain, but uh, and I realize there was nothing but maybe a few booths that may have been around the atrium of the of the uh, Coliseum. But to me, this just makes it open. It looks inviting, and uh, you know, it's kind of like remodeling your house. But, yeah, uh, we
4: looked at some of that like what you're talking about and what it was is there was people that had their booth you know decorated to where they they kind of wanted it to where you would walk into their booth Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
4: and we didn't we felt like that that took away the look like you said of 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 the show you know you don't we don't want something to look choppy and this and hey so we decided no more hydrate you know yep that there will be around the outside you know but not in the interior of the of the building
2: i don't know I, I think we've talked about this before but there's this is somewhat of a fixed date yes that you have from year to year this uh-huh. being the 34th year this may be and I, I duck on wood this may be Tommy some of the best weather we're going to enjoy for this Big Buck Classic then we've enjoyed in a while because I can think of many times we've come out here with icy roads yep. and frigid temperatures. I don't know what the highs expected tomorrow, but uh,
4: I mean you you
2: can wear a jacket if you need one outside, but it's not I mean it's not it's not
0: bad.
4: Yeah, it's supposed to be about forty nine tomorrow. I think it's supposed to be a little small rain, you know, in the morning up until about nine thirty or so and then the rain's supposed to be gone. I think it's gonna be cloudy. But, you know, that's pretty, you know, quote, unquote, as far as show weather yeah. is concerned. You know, it's it's not too pretty to go golfing or fishing or whatever, but it's it's not too bad that you don't want to get out and, and bring the family out to enjoy something inside and something that you can spend a pretty good while at. It's not just a, let's go over there for an hour and leave. You can come out here and spend all afternoon.
2: Well, I mean, just, just in here, I mean, there are so many different uh, booths that have different products and certainly if you're needing an atv or a tractor that got a front-end loader over there line bores, zero turn all that stuff i mean all these are right there basically right in
4: front of you yeah and this is just one building you know we've got the hall of industry that's full of another 130 booths so if you just figure we've got over 200 booths you know different companies that have booths so just if you just take 10 minutes you know at a booth or if you see something you really like you're going to sit there 30 minutes and talk about the product and move on so it takes it takes a while to get through it
2: all right this from pardon me our uh, gangster of museums live in feedback this from adam says randy when will spring football game be announced? Rick, that is the end. Is it not the end or middle of April?
8: We think it will be the middle of April. Uh, Trey Biddy is projecting April the 13th for the spring game.
2: Okay. That is the same weekend that Arkansas is playing South Carolina in baseball. <clears throat> Might be great. Can and then home. he goes on to say, will drive time sports be at the opening day of baseball for the Razorbacks? That would be James Madison. And let's see where we are on that particular day. That will be uh, James Madison. James Madison. Why am I not seeing that on my calendar here?
8: Which well, should be uh, February the... Uh, let's see for a second. It's the second weekend in February. It's like around the fifteenth or whatever that is. So let's see. Oh starts 16th. the sixteenth. Yeah, starts the sixteenth. Right.
2: So we don't know what time that game will start. That could be a three o'clock start. <clears throat> so Adam, there's there's a if it's a midweek game, even including Friday, um, that could be at this time of the year could three o'clock start easily. Then we wouldn't have a drive time sports. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, I don't know what Justin in programming will decide, but um that is the opening series: Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday <clears throat> for James Madison. Are you a big baseball fan?
4: Yeah, I am. You know, I don't watch it a lot. You know, during the regular season, but you know when the playoffs come, and, the, and I was a. You know, loved to play baseball when I was when I was young. That was my favorite sport. But that's probably what I could play the best at. I wasn't really big enough to play football at a high level. I, mean, I played, but but you know, I'm, that that was kind of limited. Um,
2: so, what about football? Speaking of football, how
4: <clears throat> are you a big NFL fan? I am. Yep, I am. You gonna have a TV on somewhere this Sunday? You know, probably not much as I want to, but we've just got really? too much to do out here to get me diverted. But I know who I'm, I know who I'm pulling for. Who are you just, pulling for? I just can't help but pull for Detroit. You know, I just, really? Yeah, I just you know I mean I they just kind of came from nowhere. You know, out of the blue, nobody gave them a chance. They hadn't been very good for a long, long time, and and I just think they're I think their story's good. I think. You know, and I'm a big Cowboys fan, but I think they obviously got a bad call, you know, during that game. They should have won that game or they did win that game as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. But but I don't know. I just there's just something about it. I just I just think their co- their story's cool and
8: wait you know, a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You you think Green Bay or Dallas got a bad call against Green Bay? No, no, no. He's
2: talking oh, he's about in the back. game with Dallas in that regular season game when oh, they went okay. for two.
8: I'm thinking, yeah, where they reported. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, Detroit got a bad call. Okay. Yeah. I thought you yeah. were talking about Dallas no. got some bad call, and I'm thinking Green Bay beat the snot out of them. So
4: oh, yeah. No, that yeah. wasn't even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I just kind of. I who I'm pulling for. And uh, they got a
2: couple of ex razorbacks
4: They do. And, I mean, you know, right I, don't now know can, skipper. I don't know if they can beat the 49ers, you know. I think they'll have to play a really good game. The 49ers will have to have some turnovers, you know, here and there. and But that's who I'm pulling for.
2: Well, if, if Debo Samuel cannot play...
4: That's a big problem. San
2: Fran, that's a big problem. Yep, it is. And when you have had a shoulder issue that caused you to miss at least half, right, half of the previous game, how are you going to bounce back in seven days? Now, I realize they're amazing at getting players taped up and whatever else, ready, (laughs) ready to play on a given Sunday. But uh how long can he take it That's I was the gonna question. say
4: uh, even if he starts how how much durability is he gonna yeah. have you yeah. know, and you know they're gonna they're gonna key on that too well
2: see i I like uh, in in spite of of uh kind of Jared Goff and maybe the offense not getting a lot of respect I like their offense
8: No, I do too I Gibbs,
2: mean, a running back I mean he's good
4: well I'm gonna just tell you I mean uh, lately of late,
0: they hadn't had any
4: lucky wins they they played they well earned. and they've and they've and they they've showed that they deserve to be there far as I'm concerned you no, know they earned them
2: no question of that and um, I like the fact with Detroit if they're hunger and that chip is not so big on their shoulder that they can't even get their pads on but I mean they they should have every Mental advantage to be Tommy going into this game because nobody really gives them a whole lot of hope No, against, I against the 49ers.
4: I don't think they gave them any hope two seven to three and games a half, ago, or eight
2: and a half, whatever it is. But
4: I think, I think, I still think the majority of the people say there's no way they're going to beat the 49ers. But, but I think it's probably changed from there's no way to 49ers better not mess up. You know, just like you're talking about with the injury or, or something, but we'll see.
2: Well, the good thing with uh, uh, Detroit, with the exception of Ragnow,
4: I think most now he's
2: he's probably going to play. Even if he's got foot, ankle, toe, you name it, shoulder, he's going to play. Um, but I I love Dre Greenlaw. Oh yeah, and he's San Fran. Absolutely. So I'll probably sit back Sunday and just be kind of neutral, but then I think I'll be pulling for uh, Detroit as well. All right, we've got to step aside for a moment. We'll come back and wrap it up here from Barton Coliseum with the Big Buck Classic in just one moment.
0: It's a new year, and the new you deserves a new ride. From Guadney Buick GMC, it's tax time. You worked hard all year, you paid in. Now you need to get paid. Because at Guadney Buick GMC, your refund is going farther than ever before.
1: Call 501-945-4444. Combining current offers, purchase allowances, and cash back with your refund makes it the best time to trade before tax season is over. Stack your tax refund on up to $6,000 purchase allowance. On 2023 and 24 GMC Sierra 1500, equipped with the 5.3 V8, requires eligible trade. Winter is here. Choose from a lot full of four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive vehicles. You will be approved. So make your New Year's resolution to upgrade your trade. At Guadney Buick GMC, next to Sam's Club. Call 501-945-4444. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Guadney Buick GMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. See dealer for details
3: calling all coaches Summerwood Sports in Bryant it's your go to destination for basketball and volleyball tournaments practices and more conveniently located off Interstate 30 it's the premier sports complex in Central Arkansas with up to four courts and two gyms Summerwood Sports is perfect for training sessions team practices and even epic birthday parties check availability and learn more at
6: SummerwoodSports.com elevate your game At Summerwood Sports. (laughs) The Bucks are back. At the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds, you could win a lifetime hunting license, a Browning A Bolt Rifle, or a $1,000 gift card from Hunters Refuge. The Taka Hunting Gear Game and Fish Foundation Free kids Zone, including a Trout Pond, Hoverball, Buana Gym, and more. Hunters, bring your antlers for your chance to win a Tracker Off Road 800SX from Bradford Marine and ATV. Rattlesnakes, Chainsaw Carving, Birds of Prey, Monster Trucks, and the Oaklawn Big Buck Chili Cook Off. The Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic. Classic presented by Oaklawn Tree Stands, Clothing, RVs, ATVs, UTVs, Ammo, and more. Hundreds of vendors with huge discounts. It's a Hall of Fame event and an Arkansas tradition. January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Reliance Bank, Oaklawn Hot Springs, Arkansas, Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, Outlaw Beer, and 1037 The Buzz. Visit BigBuckClassic.com and Facebook for more info. The team at Middleton Heat and Air has been voted Arkansas's best of the best in HVAC 25 years running, and we want you to join our team. If you're an experienced residential or commercial HVAC installer or technician, there's a place for you at Middleton. Stop by our hiring event at 22039 Interstate 30 in Bryant on Saturday, January 27th from 8 to 2, an interview with one of our commercial or residential managers. Call us now at 501-847-0371 to learn more.
0: Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater.
2: And welcome back to Drive Time Sports You're on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater, joined by Tommy Murchison. He is the big man on campus here at the uh, Big Buck Classic. Uh, so I'll ask this to both Tommy, to you, and to Rick both. This from Adam, by way of our Gangster Museum of America Life in Feedback. What do you guys think it will take for Arkansas to pull the upset against Kentucky tomorrow? And how many games would they have to win just to get a postseason bid to either the NIT or the NCAA
8: tournament? I'll say they've got to shoot at least 52% from the floor, 85% from the free throw line, be within three or four on rebounding, and uh, hold Kentucky to about 38% 38% shooting, 40% shooting at the most, uh, somewhere in there. As far as getting into a postseason tournament, they're 10-9. and nine. So they've got uh, 12 games left. Let's say if they won seven of them, they'd be 17-14 and 14 going to the tournament. I, I think if they win seven games, they'll get in the NIT. Because of, if they win seven more games, they're going to have to beat some decent teams. Yeah. yeah. Alabama... Yeah, I don't, think I don't think that'll get him in the NCAA, but I think it'd get him in the NIT. That's my
2: that's my thought. Tell me, what are your thoughts?
8: Well,
4: Rick Rick knows his statistics, you know, but I'll just kind of give you the cliff notes. If they don't get ahead pretty quick and and get some confidence going, if they get behind again like they they've been playing, Kentucky's gonna eat them alive. Double digits. I think what,
8: I think, I think I think they'll agents.
4: beat them. I think they'll beat them another twenty to thirty points if, if they Ooh, if they've been if well, it's not saying if they play like they've been playing. But what I'm saying is, if they come out flat and they start getting behind, and I, I just I just don't think that, that this team's mentally capable of overcoming that right now. And I think if they can if they can stay close and and they come out, you know, within six points, you know, of them at half, and and they come out. Second half doing pretty good. I think they got a chance, but I just, I'm telling, I, I I just don't understand what's going on with this team. (laughs) I I just, I I mean, we all know Eric Musselman can coach basketball. I mean, I don't think there's anybody on the planet that would say Eric Musselman doesn't know how to coach basketball. I don't think there's anybody on the planet that would say he doesn't know how to talk to players and motivate. And I mean, my gosh, look at him, (laughs) he's, he's, he's fiery. So, I just don't understand why these players are having such a hard time playing together, and I understand they're not big, and we don't have a big man and on and on and all of that stuff but but I tell you they remind me of of a lot of neighborhood kids that get together and play pickup basketball, and they don't really know how to play together. they're all really good and they're hot shots on their own, but they they don't play together, and they don't play consistently together at you know, one time they're throwing the ball away. The next time they're—I I don't know. I don't. It's just—it's real scrambled. I, I don't get it.
2: You actually touched upon something I almost did today from the very outset, and that was what would be the score. At the first media timeout. (laughs) According to Randy,
8: the game's over
2: (laughs) by... Well, that's why I I was leaving that very open for debate, because you think about it. At the end of the first, that's usually around the 16-minute mark, if Arkansas has been down even eight, kind of what you're saying, if they don't get off to a good start, and then by the time you get to that second media Timeout, which would be the twelve minute.
8: Right. That's when Trey says it's over.
2: That's when Trey's been saying it's been over. By that time, the deficit could be double digit. Right. And um, I mean, there, there's been a couple disasters lately that I contend were over by the first.
4: Well, when they threw the timeout. ball when they threw the ball away nine times within the first. Eight minutes of the game the other day. I mean, I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, well, this is. Yeah, it's terrible.
8: Um,
4: I don't know. You know, you keep thinking, well, this game's going to be the game that they maybe not just turn the corner completely, but but that something just starts kind of working. But it's like it's going the other way. It's like it just keeps getting more and more uh, frayed at the end. And, And I don't understand. I know we don't have big guys, but why don't they go to the basket more? You know, they get inside, and then they want to make some wild throw all the way across the court. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm not a basketball coach, but we all good coaches out here. <laughs> Aren't we? Man, we're just not making the do-re-me. Um,
2: I'm looking for something specifically, Tommy. And usually when I look for something specifically, I can't find There it is right there in front of me. Okay. I do something for... Bet Saracen, and I do um, what they call parlays. I've got two together, and I must confess this was as difficult. This reminded me of um, even before Arkansas played Auburn in football. Okay. Because there was so much underachieving, the offensive line was so bad. Right that, you know, a back might not even gain 20 yards in a game because he was being, you know, hit before, sometimes even got the handoff. But I was melting down, and I do mean melting (laughs) down some of these numbers. Give you an example. Um, Rick, I couldn't help myself. I had to do it. Jalen Graham, over 6.5 points, this is a guy that's averaging almost eight, almost nine points in conference play. Over. Total free throws made. Zero point five. <laughs> He's got to make one
1: free throw. <laughs> yeah, well.
8: The other day it was over for 2.
1: Wow. Yeah.
8: One game he was one for six, he'd have won your bet, but that's still not very
1: good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Can you depend upon him this game?
8: Wow. This guy has,
2: we've talked about what's going on. Devo Davis, would you have believed if I ever said over three and a half points? Oh, my gosh. No. Now, remember, he didn't score last game. Right. He only played like six minutes last
4: game. Yeah, he didn't play at the second half at all.
2: No. So over three and a half points for Devo Davis, and then I dumbed this one down. Hope well, Neil's not listening. Um, total steals over zero point five. He just has to get one steal.
8: Oh, wow. he just
2: has to score four points,
8: and he's a winner. Seems like a no. Well, brainer, you sure think it? that'd happen, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Now,
2: when I went down. I've totaled these numbers up 16 and a half, I keep on going. It amounted to about
8: 62 points.
2: Which, if you, you look, look at
8: the score, yeah, exactly. that 62
6: isn't
8: going to win hardly any SEC games. No, 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 it's just not. No, that's why when uh, who, who was it on, Kevin McPherson earlier said or you said that Kentucky. Averages has given up 77 points a game in their conference road games. So, well, they haven't been the Fayetteville yet. Because uh, Arkansas doesn't did, I mean, I, I, mean I, I know it sounds funny, and, and but it's it's a sad commentary that, you know, Arkansas would have a hard time scoring 77 points, don't you think? Yes. Oh, wow. oh absolutely. Oh, yeah. At
2: That's why point, these numbers it, unless,
8: are... as as I said earlier, to win the game, if they shoot, say, 53 to 55 percent, shoot a decent percentage from three-point range. They're capable of doing that. Uh, against Duke, they shot the ball well. They hit some threes. They're capable of doing that. But that's what it's going to take to win the game. Well, you realize
2: that one statistic that Arkansas is getting murdered again on is opponent rebound. Oh, yeah. right. And when I saw this number... For Arkansas opponents, I almost said you got to be kidding. But when you're shooting 29, you're you're missing a lot of shots. Yeah, yeah you know
4: what? I been watching them the other night. Of course, you know, like I said, we're all. It's easy to watch it on TV. You know, they'll go out there and take what I call not a really high percentage three point shot, and all the guys are already running back down the court like they're just totally convinced they're going to make it. <laughs> Like, what is going on? I mean, am I the only one that sees that?
2: Well, Tommy, here's one more for you, then we got to go. Uh, total opponent rebounds over 43-and-a-half. You may think I'm crazy. Check out what Arkansas is giving up to their opponents. Each game, an SEC play rebounding. You don't have tomorrow
0: the Big Bug Classic. Thanks have a great night so long, everybody. Don't worry. We don't understand ourselves either. 1037 the Buzz.
7: At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun Boudin balls. Make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com.